You're listening to the Midwest Marketing Orange Hour podcast with your host, Brett Matice. All right, so typically when we start these podcasts, I don't like to introduce the guests because you know way more about yourself than I do. So I'll have you give everybody listening the rundown on who you are, what you do, where you come from, how you got to where we are sitting here right now. Hey everyone, my name is Molly Barari, and I am a donor recruitment representative over at Vitalents. And Vitalent is our local blood donation center at 2209 West Omaha Streets. We were formerly United Blood Services. And personally, um, I come from Kearney, Nebraska, and I moved here to Rapid City in 2008. And I am a writer by training and also teach writing classes in the community. Um, but I've worked at Vitalent for the past two years, and I really love it over there um, because our mission is to save lives. And how often can you say that, that you are really helping to save someone's life? No, exactly. I think that's so important as obviously you guys are doing unbelievably important work um, with blood donations, plasma donations, and all these things that people are very, very, very much so in need of. Um, and that, like you said, just on the very basic end of the spectrum, your mission is to save lives, which is really over-encompassing for what you guys do. And obviously, as we get further into this conversation, we'll talk about all the little ins and outs of how you guys help people and how you guys work people through the process of donations. Yeah, we yeah. are the local blood donation center. So we collect red blood cells, we collect platelets, and we collect plasma. So those are a few of the different kinds of, of donations you can do over at Vitalance. And our, um, our company, it's a nonprofit, and we've been around since 1943. We're actually one of the nation's oldest and largest uh, transfusion medicine organizations. And what makes it really cool is that we're here in Rapid City, but we're part of a national network. So we can collect blood here and ship it to areas that need it if, if we need to do that, or we can use it for our local hospitals. That's really cool. So with you being nationally connected, how does that work? How does the blood decide, you know, or whatever, you know, is, is donated? How is it decided that, oh, this is going to go to a hospital in Arizona or this is going to stay here? Is it just based on maybe a, a hospital across the nation um, just is a little bit short on whatever you guys have? How does that process kind of work? Yeah, we regularly uh, check our inventory and we can ship products where they are most needed in our system. Oftentimes, that is affected by other things going on, like natural disasters, or the pandemic has been one huge thing that's affected that. So, um, for instance, if there are a lot of wildfires happening in California, and people can't get out and donate as much, or if they need more blood product because of an, an event going on, then we can send that blood where it's most needed. Awesome. Awesome. So obviously getting right into the thick of things, do you find that people have reservations or maybe are a little afraid to give blood um, maybe the first time for a first time donor? And what would you tell that person to make them, you know, ease their mind a little bit about the donation process? For someone who has never given blood before, 
Um, we like to say that it's actually pretty fast and, and painless, really. Um, it's you come into our center and I promise we're very warm and we're welcoming and friendly people. And we want to make it as comfortable for you as possible. And the whole process um, takes about an hour for a new donor from start to finish, only because they have to fill out a health questionnaire um, so we can get a little background on them and make sure they're a good candidate for a donation. Um, so that takes a little bit of time. And then they get set up um, in the donation chair. Um, we call it a donor bed. So it's cozy, it's comfortable, they can bring a blanket if they want, they can bring their headphones. Um, it's actually kind of a chance to kick back and relax, to have a little bit of you time. Awesome, yeah, which I feel like people are not thinking that. They might be thinking it's a stressful situation, which in reality is not the truth at all. You Like you just exactly. said, you get a little bit of time to put your phone away and just relax exactly. and maybe listen to music. So, yeah, awesome. Or if you want to be on your phone and catching up on work that you need to do, like catching up on emails, it can be a chance to do that. Um, so what you do is you come in, and the actual um, blood donation itself would only take probably about – 10 to 15 minutes sitting in that donor chair, that okay, donor bed. Sure. And the rest of the time really is filling out the health questionnaire and then resting after your donation. So we like you to sit and, and rest for a good 15 minutes to 20 minutes and have a snack. We have the best cookies in town. Um, That's a bold statement. Yeah, lots of <laughs> chips, um, any snacks that you could want. So there's a little time at the beginning, a little time at the end where it's kind of more downtime. Awesome. The Is actual that... bleeding does not take very long. Okay, for sure. So you kind of walked us through there, but from start to finish, do, does somebody have to make an appointment to come in and, and donate or... Is it obviously we're in different times here with the pandemic and, you know, planning ahead. Um, but for the most part, is there an appointment process? Do they have to call you guys? Can they set up an appointment online or, or can you just accept walk-ins as well? During the pandemic, we do prefer appointments and people can, can call for an appointment or they can email um, me directly. And I can give that contact information later if you would like. Absolutely. Um, so they can either call, email, or go to our website at vitalent.org. And that's V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T dot O-R-G. And they can create an account for themselves and schedule an appointment right from their online portal. And they can even look for a blood drive near them if they prefer to donate at an actual drive. Or they can donate over at our Rapid City Center. So whatever works best for them, we love to accommodate. And you asked about walk-ins. Um, so walk-ins we do accept seven days a week. We're open every day of the week. Awesome. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. people can absolutely walk in if that's what works best for them. Um, we're just trying to do the best we can to accommodate everyone in the way that works for them during the pandemic. Awesome. Awesome. So obviously, like you said, you come in, you fill out your, your questionnaire. And when you sit in the chair, is there like this immense amount of steps that take place in the process? Or is it fairly simple? And how do they go about actually drawing blood for the donation? So actually drawing blood for the donation um, is more simple than you'd think. Um, it's basically preparing the bags that the blood will go into, and then a couple of tubes that will be sent off for testing. 
So we do actually test each blood donation um, for a series of tests to make sure it's safe for, for transfusion. And so those bags and tubes are prepared. Um, we get you in the chair. Um, we, we prep your arm to make sure um, we can find a good vein. And then it's kind of like when you get your blood taken at the doctor's office, honestly. Um, the needle goes in. It just takes a little longer um, than your average doctor's office visit. For sure. And then do you give everybody like a squeeze ball toy or is that kind of, you know, to help the, with the pumping? Yeah, we do. That's that's a fun question. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets to squeeze that ball. Um, so it's kind of a stress reliever, too. Awesome. So obviously we, we touched on the pandemic just briefly, but we'll get into it in more depth here. Um, what has COVID-19 done to your guys' organization and how have you guys kind of combated to make sure that both donors and staff are safe and any adjustments that you have made that have been maybe outside the norm for you guys now that we've getting to the end of 2020 here? Yes. So 2020 has been a very um, interesting and challenging year for, I think, every industry. Um, But for ours in particular, um, there's been a lot of changes. And with the pandemic, we have definitely increased our our safety procedures around the centers and the blood drives. Um, We do enforce social distancing, and we have limited the number of donors that we can have on our mobile bus um, quite drastically from what we would normally have. And um, only a couple of donors can be in there at a time now. Um, So that is partly why we have enacted our virtual blood drive program, which is a program that instead of having a mobile drive or a drive at someone's building or church, they can also opt to have a virtual blood drive, which means that their organization can donate, but they would send those donors over to our Rapid City Center for their blood drive instead of at their um, location. And that has helped us be able to keep donors more safe, um, distanced, and uh, to really just have more of a flow to the whole to the whole procedure. Um, we're sanitizing donor beds between each donor. And also, of course, we're requiring face masks for everyone who comes in and temperature checks. So all of that has been new. Um, I mean, we always sanitized and made sure things were clean, but um, we've definitely enhanced those procedures throughout the year to make sure that everything is as safe as possible. I think you guys have done a, a great job just in, in kind of looking what you guys have done over the past several months of giving people lots of safe options, you know, not just one safe option, but just recently, I think last week, maybe two weeks ago, my, my timeline may be off, but you just had our your guys' bus over at our friends at Granite Automotive doing a drive. And like you said, there's an option there to to get on the bus at a, at a place of business. You do your virtual drives, you accept individual donations. So there's lots of ways to give, and you guys have done a good job of keeping safe across all different lines of that, um, which is really, really awesome. Right. One of the ways the pandemic really affected us, um, especially up front, was we had to cancel um, hundreds of blood drives across the region. And we had to figure out how we could do it um, so it was the most safe for everybody. But of course, with lots of businesses shutting down um, during the pandemic, we have had to cancel so, so many blood drives. 
um, with churches closing their doors, businesses shutting down, schools shutting down. Um, you know, we've canceled hundreds upon hundreds of blood drives throughout this thing. Um, but we are back in business. We are doing blood drives now. And like I said, trying to keep them as safe as possible. Which that is absolutely awesome that we're back up and running and, yeah. and doing it in a safe way, just like you said. So that's that's awesome. So in my pre-show research, I was on Vitalant's website and I saw that COVID-19, you know, you guys are helping with, if I've mispronounced this wrong, please let me know, convalescent plasma. Is that correct? You're right. Yep. Awesome. Convalescent plasma. I really studied hard on that one. <laughs> um, so can you talk about how convalescent plasma is helping um, fight the COVID-19 virus? Yeah, absolutely. So convalescent plasma, um, we do have a special need for that right now. Over at we Vitalant. should probably uh, preface this by what in the world is convalescent yes. plasma. Yeah, because I'm what confused. What is it? <laughs> um, so convalescent plasma is plasma that we take from people who have recovered from COVID-19. So the idea is um, their plasma contains COVID-19 antibodies. And this is a very antibody-rich plasma that they are using in treatments for those hospitalized with covid so the idea is it's one of the best treatments that we, we have right now. And it's been very successful um, in treating people in the hospital. That is amazing. So is how often is somebody allowed to donate convalescent plasma? Is there, I'm sure there is a timeline um, mm-hmm. on which you can give and, and how much you can give to. What does that look like? So it really depends on the person, actually, and their unique body chemistry and um it's one of those things that you can donate often, though, oh, every really? couple okay. of weeks. Yep. Oh, wow, that's way faster turnaround yep. than I would have guessed. Yep. Awesome. Um, so if you have recovered from COVID-19, then you are a good candidate for donating convalescent plasma. Awesome. So, yeah, if any listeners have had COVID-19 and have recovered and made a full, strong recovery, get in touch with Vitalant because they will be able to put your plasma to very, very good use in helping other people fight the vac- or the virus. Yes, and if you come in and you're not sure about giving plasma, but you want to give red blood cells, um, your blood cells will be tested for the COVID-19 antibody, and you will get those uh, results in your donor portal online. Awesome. So even if you come in and give blood, we can potentially identify you know, COVID or convalescent plasma donors that way um, because some people don't know that they've had COVID, but they have the antibodies. Yeah, because they were the, you know, un, unsymptomatic. Um, yep. with so asymptomatic. Yeah, asymptomatic. Man, I'm just all over the place That's here okay. Today. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, so yeah, you really, you may not even know and you could be helping. Like you said, if you can see it on your donor card and, and your report on what you got. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely helped us identify a lot more convalescent plasma donors. And, you know, a lot of people who come in and give convalescent plasma, they're just so happy that they can use this negative experience of having COVID um, in a positive way. Yeah, to I, giving back. Yeah, it's a great, great spin on it. Well, I tell you what, we're going to take just a quick break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk even more about different types of donations that the listeners can give and maybe some events coming up here where you can attend for by talent. Let's get back to listening. 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 
Let's get back to listening. Let's get back to listening. Let's get back to listening. Let's get back to listening. Let's get back to listening. Let's get back to listening. Let's get back to listening. Let's get back to listening. Let's get back to listening. Let's get back to listening. Let's get back to listening. Let's get Alrighty, so we've talked about donating blood and we've talked about donating convalescent plasma. What are some of the other types of donations, you know, more specifically, you know, I know obviously donating blood is kind of the overarching theme, but there's lots of different things you can do with a blood donation that people can be involved in. Yes, we do have, as you said, several different uh, donation types that you can do over at Vitalance. We have a whole blood donation. We have a power red donation, um, which is um, a highly concentrated red blood cell donation. And we have plasma and platelets. Um, so what, what happens is when you come in and you speak with our collectors, they will let you know what you're the best candidate for based on your body type, your chemistry, um, just different things about you, your height, your weight, and you will find out what we need from you, what we best need from you at the time. And right now, we are trying to um, increase our platelet donations in the Rapid City area. And this is a really unique type of uh, donation because it does take a bit longer than our average blood donation. It takes about two hours. And uh, is we, that two hours like from the time you walk in the door or is that two hours in the chair? That's two in hours the in the donor bed. OK, for sure. Yeah. So this is a donation where we take a higher concentration of platelets from you and give you back your red blood cells. Um, so it uses a special automated machine and it's something that we use for very specific uh, types of patients in the hospital. A lot of cancer patients need platelets. In fact, 50% of all of our uh, platelets go toward cancer patients. Oh, really? Really? That's awesome. That is, yeah. So, so I we mean, greatly need platelets and especially new platelet donors to step up and to give it a try. Yeah, I think, and just like you said, it's, it's two hours in the donor bed. Um, but what it's going towards is something so very important, um, obviously, with, with helping people who are trying to recover from cancer and trying to beat cancer. Um, that two hours is, is, in the grand scheme of things, very insignificant amount of time for the amount of good that you're doing. Absolutely. And not only does it go to cancer patients, um, but it's often used for things like open heart surgeries, uh, traumatic injuries. There's so many um patients in the hospital that need platelets for different reasons. Awesome. So you've mentioned whole blood and power red. Um, can you talk about whole blood and what that kind of involves? I know power red you talked about as just a high concentration of, of red blood cells, but what is um, whole blood and is that a very common type of donation? Whole blood is the most common type of donation that you do. And that's the one where if you come in, it really should only take about uh 10 to 15 minutes in that donor chair, donor bed. Uh, we like to call it donor bed. Um, so really, it's the quickest one that, that you can do. Um, and we're taking your whole blood donation means we're taking all the components of your blood. Um, so we use that, we divide it up, and it can save more than one life. So one blood donation can save up to three lives. 
That's amazing, especially, I mean, when you look at the, the bag that is, I mean, it's not an extremely large amount of, of liquid, but for three lives, I mean, it really, really does go a long way. It does. And and right now we need all blood types to, to come in and to donate whole blood. Um, we, we like to keep a supply um, for anyone who needs it in the hospital, so we like to keep all the blood types on hand. Um, sometimes we need some more than others, but right now we need them all. Okay, so now before we hit record, you mentioned that the shelf life of platelets is only five days, which is why it's so important for you guys to boost those donations right now. What is the shelf life of other blood donation types, be it whole blood or power red? How long do they last for? For a whole blood donation, the shelf life is 42 days. So we try to get that sent off um, within that time frame so that someone in the hospital who needs that, it's there for them. Absolutely. And um, so if you do give blood, you will find out your blood type as well. That is one of the cool things that you say, can learn. I'm sure learn. a lot of people don't have no idea what their blood type is because maybe they yeah, have never given before. Exactly. So if you're curious, <laughs> donating <laughs> blood is probably the easiest way to find out. Awesome. Awesome. So obviously, like I said, there are people who are a little weary, a little, you know, on the, on the fence about maybe donating blood. Um, what are some of the most common questions you guys um, seem to get from people who are on the fence or curious and, and kind of asking questions about um, what the whole process looks like and, and everything that surrounds it? Sure. Uh, so one of the most common things that I hear from donors is, you know, I tried to give blood 10 years ago or 15 years ago and I got turned away for some reason. Um, and that is something that does happen. Sometimes donors do get deferred because they have low iron or they're on a certain medication that may have deferred them at the time, or maybe they traveled somewhere um, where there was a malaria risk, and so they get turned away for that. But what I like to say is that it's always worth trying again, especially if it's been um, a while since you've tried donating. A lot of donors will ask us if they are eligible, and eligibility really changes a lot, um, even from year to year. So they should always try to try again and see if they are eligible now. Um, even your body can change a lot over the course of a year. So if you may have been iron deficient before, you may be just fine now. Um, so it's something where you should check in regularly if, if it's something you're really interested in doing. Awesome. Yeah, I suppose that, I mean, it may be if someone, just like you said, 10 years ago, that's, you know, and then they're like, oh, you know, I'll probably never be. But that's just like you said, so much can change in, in a year, in a matter of months that it, it can very much so you can go from being deferred to being a, a great candidate for donation. Yes. And um, so if you have been pregnant in the past or, or if you're nursing, um, you can donate again after that. So even if you have a life event that happens, um, you are still a good candidate for blood donation. Awesome. Awesome. So one thing that I didn't know looking on your guys' stuff is that individuals and community members can actually host their own blood drives um, and, and organize those. How does that work? And if somebody's really interested in hosting one, how would they get in contact with you? And, and what does that process look like? Yes, so we are always um, seeking new businesses and organizations who are wanting to have a blood drive. 
Um, and we do have a pre-sign-up sheet. So if you want to actually have us come to your business and do a blood drive, there's a pre-sign-up process um, where we ask that you at least have 15 people committed um, before we come out. Um, but with our new virtual blood drive program, that's another way that you can do it if you're interested um, but don't have those kinds of numbers that you can commit. Um, you can do even a smaller number of people and they can come into our center and donate on behalf of your organization. Um, we have a lot of small groups come in together and do that. And then your donations are counted toward your group and we can determine how many units you collected. And it's a really fun way to see how the power of your organization can give back. I'm sure, and uh, that, like, the virtual thing would be great for an organization like us. There's, you know, there's not 15 of us here that work in the office. Um, but, you know, just like you said, virtually you don't need that. You can come in and donate on behalf of your organization and, and be really good for those small businesses that um, everybody loves so much here in Rapid City. Exactly. And with a virtual blood drive, too, you don't have to pick just one single day to do it. You can even say, hey... We're going to pick, um, you know, a week in January and have it be Midwest Marketing Week and have your donors come in throughout that week at times that work best for them. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys, you talked about your platelet campaign and how you guys are trying to push to get more platelet donations as those are really, really important right now. Um, is there any other events coming up or if there are drives going on around the Black Hills area, how are people able to find those things? There are always so many drives going on on any given day. So the best way to find the one closest to you um, is to go to vitalent.org and put in your zip code um, or your city that you're in because we do drives all over the Black Hills um, region. So definitely check out your zip code and see what's coming up near you. And um, here in Rapid City, we are excited for um, a, a big campaign we're launching over this holiday season with Monument Health. Um, it is called Monumentally Vital, and it is a platelet donation campaign. So like I said before, we're really trying to, to boost our, our platelet donors right now um, in Rapid City, and we're asking monument health leaders to come in and donate platelets and for everyone else to sort of follow their example and to to give back in that way especially to those cancer patients over at the cancer care institute awesome i think the name is very fitting as well <laughs> yeah monumentally vital awesome awesome so if people want to get in touch with you guys for whatever reason obviously we talked about a bunch of stuff today that people can in the community can get involved in with you guys, what's the best way? Is it reaching out via Facebook, email, call, or all three combined? Yes, they can do any of those things. Probably the most direct way to make an appointment is to contact um, me, Molly, at M-B-A-R-A-R-I at vitalent.org. Um, I reply to emails and set up appointments that way. Or you can call 605 Six four six two six two three, and that is my direct line. And I'd be happy to chat with you more about a donation. Awesome. So uh, before we sign off here, I gotta ask because I'm sure you have one. Is there a, a story that you have about um, a blood donation, whether it's the donor or 
um, whatever great cause that the donation went to that you always like to tell and share? Well, we did have a really incredible um, group donation over the summer. Actually, it was in September, so late summer. And um, it was a local gal whose brother was a liver transplant survivor. And she, in, in his honor, he did survive that and is now thriving. Um, but in his honor, she was able to get a group of her friends and family members together to come in and donate blood at the Rapid City Center. Um, and it was a really cool thing to see them all band together to come in and give blood to replenish all the blood that he had used during his multiple transplants. So, you know, we see a lot of stories like that in our industry, and it really does warm your heart, especially when you can see them happening locally. Well, I was going to say, it's, I'm sure it's very difficult for you to pick out one story because every day is filled with just very, very heartwarming stories about people doing great things and giving back to the community and giving back to people in need, which I'm sure is what makes your job so very, very special. It is. And the other thing I'll say is that when you come in and donate at Vitalent, you really are, you become family to us. We see a lot of donors regularly and we get to know them. We know their family members' names. Um, we know what kind of snacks they like. We know what they like to watch on TV because we'll often put it on the TV for them. Um, so it's a really close-knit feeling when you donate with us. Um, and especially if you are a regular donor, um, it's like you're a friend, you're a family member. And working over at Vitalin is the same way. Um, it's a very close-knit staff. And we all truly care about about our donors and about the, the job that we're doing. Awesome, awesome. So I suppose before we sign off here, is there any last-minute things that maybe we didn't touch on here that you want to make sure that everybody knows or um, any sign-off that you have? Well, I will remind everyone that about 80% of people will actually need blood products in their lifetime. So that's a huge that's, number. Yeah, that's a big number. <laughs> so if, if you can do your part to give back, um, we really, really need you to do that and to help out. And if you personally can't donate blood, um, find someone who can and send them in in your place. Absolutely. And bring a friend if you come in to donate. So we're yeah, looking, it's more fun that way anyway, Yeah, right? it's way <laughs> more fun. And we're looking for people who are, who are ready to start a routine and to start giving blood regularly. Awesome, awesome. Well, I guess I don't have too much here to wrap up. Like I said, you guys obviously do very, very important work. Um, we love having you in the Rapid City community. And for anyone listening, um, absolutely go out, stop by the Rapid City Center, make an appointment with Molly and donate a little blood and save a couple lives.